never know dating with Danny Bevins. My brother's never been married, he's no kids. He's been trying to explain dating to me for years. Now he's bringing people into the studio to try to explain modern dating to a guy that hasn't been on a date in 25 years and has been married for 20. So can they do it? Can they explain dating to me? Never. No. Dating with Danny Bevins starts now. Welcome to Never Know, a dating show. We are here with John Jay. Yep. We're here this week with uh, Hugh Carey. What's going on? And returning returning champion Marie Williams is back. So, yes. Hey, uh, guys. Glad to have you guys here. Thank By you. personal request. Aw. And I'm Daryl, you. I'm Daryl Bevins, and uh, Danny Bevins is not able to be here today, but we are teaching Danny about dating today. That's the idea that we're getting into. So it, what, what, what did he do? He invited you to... Oh, no. They were just giving me like an idea of what the podcast is going to be about and talking about, and they said, oh, well, we got to teach Danny about dating today. I said, well, are we going to also teach him about comedy too? There you go. I think he need. I think he needs it. He needs it. Sometimes you need to be humbled. You, yes. you know, true. it's nice so to get true. a little humbleage from mm-hmm. someone that you don't know and have no affiliation with at all whatsoever. Cause like my opinion really matters in his world. Right. And then he, and then he invited you to the party here. Yeah, so I got a text message last week saying, hey, you know, talked about the podcast, whatever. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. I'm not like in the dating scene at the moment, but I'm more than happy to come on and shoot the shit with you. He goes, oh, that's a great perspective. And I'm like, okay, cool. So let's do it. Bitch isn't even here today. No. no he's <laughs> so not here what's today. up with that? He's not here today. It's an, it's an emergency. Do we have, it's, do we have a reason? You know, things happen. Things, it's an emergency and things, you know, things happen. So he did, oh. he did apologize to you. Specifically, he said... That he wanted to tell you that he was he was sorry, but he really wanted you to come back when he was, uh, you know, on and being able to do it. But we're gonna do one here okay. with you and and get introduced to. It's it's cool. Hugh likes to. Uh, Hugh wants any excuse to come over here and, and visit me anyway, so it's fine. Well, yeah. it is nice coming. I over just here. like to come and pet his dog because <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen Murray the Eighth is just my favorite thing in the world. I love her. She's so cute. So. Um, Today we're 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 just trying to get different perspectives on dating because you know it's like me and Danny we know absolutely nothing. Uh, you told me before you've been like kind of a serial monogamist. You've been in like several long term relationships, but you have done like online dating. You have been in the dating scene. I've dabbled, dipped yeah. a toe in a few Let's times. Hear it. So okay, um, I met my ex husband. Well, we're still technically married, but I met my husband before Facebook was even like a thing. Okay. So when we met, we got together, it was like in 2008. And I think 2009 is when Facebook really started to like entrench itself in society. So I never, I never had that introduction to online dating as it is today, because I was with someone for 11 years throughout that period. So for me, I'm, this is all new for me as well, as far as like getting into the apps and all that. But as an old homo, I can school you guys on some shit before Facebook. And there, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Face the Jury. School us. No, no. I never heard of that Face the Jury. That sounds terrifying. Face but the yeah. Jury. Yeah, so basically... Is it like a hot or not type thing, like how Facebook started? <laughs> Almost, kind of, yeah. Oh. So it was a dating platform, but it was like MySpace. So there was... Okay. And then the goal of, at the time was you would try to be in the top 10 of the hottest men or women. And it was separated by the gay side and the straight side. So back when I had hair and didn't look like a fucking skeleton, I got up in the top 10, like 
you know, because I was cute. I had some looks. I was cute. <laughs> um, but I was also only 16. So, Oops. yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so you started at 16, and but you had told him you're 18. Told who? Oh, okay. okay. Nobody. The Nobody. internet? You, yeah. There were the any internet. age restrictions. Yeah, this well, was the internet know. was like the Wild West at this point. True. You just yeah. scroll up True. to a birthday. You know, I was born in 1972 okay. for all they okay. know. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. All right, gotcha. all right. So at the time, so I was using that as like a way to, because I wasn't like officially out of the closet. So I was able to kind of like explore my sexuality through that. And then uh, that's when I started to get hit up for dates. And that's when, I, you know, that was like my first introduction to dating. Also, like secretively as a gay man. Yeah. So, or a child really. I mean, I was such a, I was in high school yeah. when I was doing this. Um, so kind of the topic of uh, last episode, we had uh, uh, Kai in, and she was talking about being closeted and using the internet as like a tool to like explore this like sexuality that she can't express in public. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but it was a lot different during the era that I was growing up in because right. she's a little bit younger than me, and I'm not gonna not validate what she's saying, <laughs> but it was a different time. So for you had to be even more secretive, and my dad was a straight up redneck totally against anything with dealing with like being gay or whatever. I mean, he knew, I mean, everybody fucking knows when you're right, a homo. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, but I never like portrayed it. I never told anything, anybody about anything. So I was using that as my outlet. Went on a couple dates. I found this like guy that had a motorcycle and I thought that was cool or something. And I had convinced <laughs> him that I was going to like P tech, which is a vocational <laughs> college. And he thought that was cool. He was so. like, like yeah, wow. I'm studying to be a welder. Yeah. I've been, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I have options. Like, if for those of you who don't know, Hugh kind of looks like how he sounds, so that it's not like believable. Yeah. So at this point, at this, you point, know, I'm like know two twenty-five, ripped, built. Oh, you are. Yeah. At this point, okay. No. So I'm talking shit. No, no. I'm, I'm being facetious. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, I didn't know you as you were younger. So yeah. I, I wasn't sure. So you know. I was in vocational technical college at 16, <laughs> online dating, and this guy wanted to meet up. He was really cute. I think he was in his he was in his 20s, and I kind of I think I really was more interested in the motorcycle than him. It was the experience. The motorcycle is an experience that uh... yes, sucking the dick was just the route to get on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> that was my that was the means to get there. It's a benefit in 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 some ways, right? I mean, Listen, uh... you got to start some, somewhere. So that was the first dick I. Had ever suck and we went on a date he asked me if I he asked me to come and meet him during the day which was a little difficult when I'm in my English class having to meet up with this guy so I go and he's like oh do you want to meet up at Applebee's and I'm like oh he's gonna take me to Applebee's classic. Very classic. let's go to Applebee's and then we get there and I told him I was 21 which I don't even I mean now that my I'm bald and I'm I look older but when I was younger I was a Twinkosaurus Rex you would never no one even ever believed I was 21 at the time when I was yeah. 21 <laughs> All right so he orders me a beer and the waitress kind of just looks and it's like oh is this father and son oh like god. sharing a beer moment like what's going on here and I was like, oh, my God, like, should I say something because I'm underage? So I'm like, fuck it. Just go with it. And I went with it and got fucked up in an Applebee's at 16 with some guy I met on Face the Jury. And it's oh my been God. all downhill since then. I think Damn. we've said before, nothing good ever happens really at an Applebee's. I mean, no. remember they were doing the uh, karaoke there for a while? I don't know if they were doing the karaoke at, at that kind of time. But Applebee's got a little weird there for, for a minute. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I'd, like I, my opinion with Applebee's is I can heat up my own hot pockets. Uh, yeah, 
If I want to deal with a, a bunch of random loud drunks, I'll just go in the bathroom with a bunch of mirrors on the walls and just scream. <laughs> I can't handle Applebee's. I'm True. above that now. Yeah, yeah. I'm We're, You're too I'm good for Applebee's? Up. Yes. <laughs> Listen, had that experience, you know, panned out a little differently, it might have changed my opinion about Applebee's. But they allowed a 16-year-old to get fucked up with yeah. a... No, that, not traumatized at all. I'm making fun of <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you, you know You what? seemed like you were in. Like, you jumped in with both feet. You wanted the experience. You wanted the motorcycle. You, you, were, you were in. I wanted to be ridden and also ride on that motorcycle, go. and it worked. So that was like my prelude into being the flaming homosexual I am now. And he found you in the top 10? That's how you met this Well, guy? that's the thing. So it's like you would get more messages or people would reach out to you because it's like you're in the top 10. And I thought at the time, like, if you had enough balls to reach out to the top 10 and, bitch, you're maybe a 3-4 <laughs> like I said, he had the motorcycle. I didn't say he was good looking. You're a palm harbor. No, you have 10. stuck with the motorcycle. There's been nothing else, yeah. really. You know, we we didn't we didn't hear about uh, his looks or his body or his parts. <laughs> yeah, we, honestly, all we know is the motorcycle. Yeah, That's we it. Did. Yeah, we didn't know. <laughs> and what he this looks guy like is anything. With a kid. So, like goddamn. Here's you. the thing. He should have just sent that Suzuki on the date with me because I'd have been fine with that. Yeah, or use his profile picture as a Suzuki, and people would have also swiped. Probably. Had he been any more present in the profile image, I probably would not have gone on that date. Oh shit. He was very concealed. It was not he was not pronounced as yeah. well. And then when I met him in real life, because it was like it, I was kind of like scared. I was like, oh, this is like a real and this was during the era of like right before it was okay to meet people from the internet because at that time it was yeah. like you cannot meet up with anybody do not do that yeah 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 it's like you're gonna get killed you, and i'm like well yeah. what if i'm the one doing the killing don't fucking tell me what to do um so <laughs> i'm gonna live forever yeah <laughs> and you. this was like i was so scared but anyways then i was that guy was you told him kick rocks and also it was gonna be kind of hard to portray this person that i wasn't for any like serious yeah, period the of welding, time, the weld, twenty-one-year-old welding student. Yeah, like yeah, what if he technical me... school? Do you mean nail tech? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't go with the specific. Like, if he needed me to like help him like fix a pipe or something, that oh would be a god, problem. Oh my god, can you imagine? Yes. You have to, you, YouTube was YouTube like was that? No, honey. Literally, no. so you no. you would have to read a book like to. to I would have had to have enrolled life. officially in <laughs> tech. tech gone to the vocational school. I would have had to take it out student. <laughs> to like fulfill this line it would have it would have not worked out well it's like that pipe's gonna have to wait three to four years to get fixed sir it's, it's, it's funny it's funny that you bring up pipe because we do a segment on the uh, other podcast that I do uh, where we read uh, Craigslist ads on the way that because I guess you're not allowed to solicit sex on Craigslist anymore so they just like, who, right? so, so they just talk about uh, uh, pipe like hey I'm, I'm willing to lay, come over and lay some pipe for absolutely free just anytime you need me to plumbing oh it's a uh, Plumbing services. Yeah, plumbing yeah. services. Someone yeah. come Wink. with the roto rooter. <laughs> with That's... a snake a drain. <laughs> the idea, if you're if you're looking for it, you're gonna find it. And and back then it was really hard to find. I mean it was you 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 were on something, you had found something that I I never knew of. It was niche. Yeah. And my options were limited. Okay, so but, fast forward. So 11 years later after you So, well, actually, I, I met the first person I truly fell in love with on, on Face the Jury. Wow. Oh, okay, um, so the positive experience. No, it was great, the... and I fucking ruined that relationship. <laughs> Wonderful. I fucked that shit up, man. At the time, I was... So I had turned 18, went to college, got really addicted to pills, and just, like, allowed that to fuck that relationship up. Um, but that was some of the best times of my life of my life with that guy. Um, anyways, so then, yeah, fast forward, I got with my drug dealer. 
we were together for a hot minute. He owned a business, um, ended up, you know, being kind of toxic because, you know, when you have two drug addicts in a relationship, um, both going to the same methadone clinic, you know, the typical love yeah. story. <laughs> and then I got clean and then I, then I found like a Hallmark my, movie. Yeah. It really should be a Hallmark movie. Cause I feel like that, if you're wanting to really get into the pulse of society, specifically Pinellas County, that is the story. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, so yeah, then I, so around 2008, I had broken up with him, met my current husband because I went on a hoeing spree at Georgie's alibi and when I say hoeing spree, I, I straight up mean it. Like I was, it was my birthday and I had just said the last words I had ever said to my grandmother that night. I didn't know it was going to be my last words. Um, but what she had told me was, I am so glad you decided to break up with, I'm not going to say his name. Um, I'm proud of you. But I never even told her that we were together because I still was like in the closet to my family, but she knew. Anyways, that was my birthday. Went out to get fucked up because I was a little depressed and I was going up to every single man in the- oh, You were off the rails. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I still am. Um, I mean, you were I think still, we all are like, a little bit. I gotta be honest with you. How old were you? Were you in your 20s when that At, happened? With the Georgies thing? Yeah. Yeah, so I was 23. Oh, what are you talking about? That's totally fine. So yeah. wait, normal behavior for a 23-year-old. Yeah, literally. So I was making out, making out with all these people, being a whore. I, you know, whatever. And then one of the ones I had made out with, like, started to like stalk me like a stray dog, and I was like, oh fuck. You fed a cat, and yeah, it, and it followed you. you yeah, know, right? I mean that's. Yeah, yeah that's. So that's what happens. That's what happens. You can't, you can't, that's the risk you run into. So anyways, I went back to the bar the next week and the stray cat was there and that stray cat became my husband. <laughs> and it's all oh history from God. then. For Sometimes, 11 years, you were in for a, a full relationship, right? So it was a... Well, when you adopt an animal... Yeah. You, it is a long-term commitment. Yeah. It is. It and is. they do die around 10 or 11, so that works out. 77 yeah. in their years, so, basically. So sometimes just showing up like it gets you the win. That you works, know, just yeah. Show, just keep showing up. Yeah, and the weird thing is, is like I would go, and he would follow me around, and it's like, I did not feel the sparks that you felt, but then I thought, well... You know, he's cute and he's nice, whatever. We'll hang out. And then people kept telling me, like, oh, well, you know he's got a husband. I'm like, no, I do not know that he's got a husband. But this was before gay marriage, so that was just saying he was with somebody. And I should have known when I heard that, like, mm, red flags, but I didn't. Anyways, so fast forward on. We've been, we were married. You know, we get along fine. I love him. I still care about him. We're friends. We're amicable. We don't hate each other that much. And then um, <laughs> now I'm just single and... But okay, so we have talked about Tinder and Bumble and Hinge even has come up and we've we even had a high there I think is uh, uh Hive is that what it is? Uh, is it Hive or it, there was a high there the smoking uh, uh pot that uh, uh Katie liked oh, to Oh yeah yeah uh, high find. five high, high five, five high yeah. five so she she would the weed smokers dating weed app. smokers meet so so everybody's getting their their own uh, app now for dating, and so, yeah. but we haven't we haven't run into uh, Grinder yet. Only so. Skeletons.com start it next week. <laughs> well, we've got the gatekeeper. We you know we got the gatekeeper so that uh, uh, somebody like a mom or a sister or a best friend they hold control of the profile, and the guys have to get through or the girls have to get through them to get the date. So you have oh. to go through your mom or your or your best friend. And so you don't have to deal with anything. You just go to the date. Your mom says, or your best friend says, go here. And you're just like, cool. So Mormonism. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> basic. Well, that you know. It so could, every religion, Hinduism, I, yeah. <laughs> like arranged marriages, oh. but vicariously through your mother. But you know, look, if we're failing uh, ourselves, we're not actually failing uh, because we're getting what we're looking for on these things. You know. Uh, uh, people are just looking for the experience and they're getting it. But some people are really looking for a commitment. And if they are, you know, uh, uh, you know, where do you, where do you find that? You know, well, I love grinder a possibility. You know, first, my mom's in prison, so I don't know if I would trust her <laughs> with okay. controlling right. well, my, uh, my grinder experience. I don't know if I would, imagine? if I value her opinion enough. She's like, hey, can I share the screen with you real quick? Yeah. Like, you haven't okay. gotten into the kidnapping or anything. Oh, no. But, uh, well, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's a whole, that's, that's, yeah, we can't. We're much. talking about dating. That's too um, much. So, yeah. Wouldn't hold. But, yeah, I like the concept. It's just. I don't know. I don't know if I'd trust my mom. Like, well, no, it could be your best friend, you know, it's, uh, or somebody that you know that loves you, that knows you, that understands what you're looking for. And it's like a, the old blind date in the '80s, you know. It's like I, uh, I don't think they have that gatekeeper in the gay community. I, like, okay, yeah, cause they're just yeah. I got it. So I get it. I get there's it. There's not a lot of checks and balances, as far as I can tell. I I don't know. So in the gay community, the concept of monogamy has never really always been there. There's always just been just this underlying current of, you know, not promiscuity, but just I think the gay community was kind of always okay for the most part, if, as long as you, it was consensual between your partner, that, you know, people just fucked around. And you have to imagine they're men. Men are yeah. very sexual beings. And I guess it's kind of like, you know, back from the early and like in the 60s and the 70s, you were just fucking and there was kind of like an aspect to it of like you were just doing it because you could and you got away with it. I don't know how it's like played in today, but every gay person I know for the most part is in basically an open relationship. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's not a bad know, thing. It's, it's actually kind of great. I think it's, I, it's not for me. I mean, that's fair. It's not for everybody. Definitely. I was going to say that yeah. would be tough for me if I was actually going to say, all right, I'm in a relationship and we're in a relationship and then I'm just opening it up. Mm -hmm. That would be tough for me. I, I, I have to admit, I'm OK with dating and I'm OK with dating multiple people and everybody doing what they want to do. Mm -hmm. But once you say I, I'm, I'm giving you a commitment, but we are, one of our next episodes is going to be uh, uh, Polly uh, so that we're. Oh, explained. well, I can we can touch on that because sure, my. OK, yeah. let's touch. Oh fuck! I said his name. Ooh. Whatever. He we'll that. is now in a he's in a six way polyamorous relationship. That's right. And they're all. T I don't want to disparage them on you know God knows where this will be, but um, he's in a six way relationship. And the one thing that makes me feel good about it is knowing that it takes six people to make up for the one that you are no longer with. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Like the ratio, yeah. yeah you're yeah. like, so I was six jump. people to you. Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> so wait, do they all live in the same house? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Are they exhausting. filming it like right now? Are they filming it because um, filming it for documentation? Are we that. filming for what? Uh, what, like Big Brother, what? I think. Uh, yeah, I was oh. gonna say no, no, no. Film it, just filming it for like. Uh, uh, there are there are shows that go through that same exact process, so it will almost become a reality show. Because at first, I'm not I'm not putting any kind of uh, no. Put I, it on there. I, I don't want care. I want them to be positive, whatever it is. But that that's, <laughs> I don't. That's gonna that's gonna crash and burn uh, from an outside perspective. What makes you think that? I don't, you know, just <laughs> something's telling me plane crash, oh. it's coming, you know, and so to film it, uh, you, you know, you might as well, you know, end with some gold there at the end, you know, so... 
I think the only thing that's going to come out of that entire situation is just an abundance of disappointment. That's yeah. all. But, you know, more power to them. I, I, listen, I have no they're hard feelings. They're giving it a try. They're giving it a try. But they're going for it. And yeah. hey, more well, power to them. Well, how many people, though, are you really in a relationship with? Because those six people, yes, they're in that house. But, you know, they're going to stream outside of that, too. Everybody does. I mean, I don't mean everybody does. I, you just said, though, that uh, it's an open... Community. Oh, they're all open, and they're into right. Dungeons and Dragons. So, oh my God, there's a subculture. I've always wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Does this lead to orgies too? I, I mean, most like, of the what? time, no. Now I'm actually questioning. <laughs> was Dungeons it the board game in yeah. high school, or was there dungeons? Was it? Oh my God! Is it Dungeons and like what's it, up with what, that? What, what is you know? What fuck! I'm dragons? just going to lean into this. I don't give a shit. It's a <laughs> party. They party. refer to themselves collectively as the Horde. Oh no! So they have a collective noun. Okay. Wow. So okay. They so they're named like, it. They're like a band. They yeah, are. It's official. Yeah, they're a hive mind. They're, Maybe they're... we need to get them signed for a reality show. I'm serious because it's there's it, the crushing failure. It could be my, any episode you know, when you have a train wreck. Uh, we watch it. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. So, and why not it's, make yeah, money it's, off it's of depression? Same, it's the same depression. reason that people watch that show where the with the people with all the kids. You know, because they, they know it's going to be terrible. You know, let's just say one thing about COVID. I really felt like COVID had the opportunity to take the Duggars out. <laughs> totally failure on the pandemic. I know. Part. Everyone was like, "Oh, actually, kids is a horrible idea right now." Like, oh shoot, yeah, yeah. Eighteen Everybody. reasons why COVID would have been a flourishing success had it worked and worked its way through the Duggars. I know, like, oh. Wow, but this is definitely take, a different take out. perspective today that we're so having. So anyways, our... back to dating. Yes, so we're going to get back to Grinder. I yes, guess. Yes, yeah, okay. Before all right. we get out of here, just tell us yeah, yeah, Tell, tell us, us about Grinder. What What's going on on Grindr? Uh, it's just fucking. It's just fucking. Lots of fucking. Yeah, so I made a Grinder profile with like a fake picture, not to catfish anyone, but I just wanted to see what would happen. I went to a gay bar. I was with Uncle Sue. She goes, why don't you take this picture of this like guy that's wearing a business suit, like a really hot, like silver fox. And I guess the the joke with Grindr is, is like if you're a new person in a new town and you show up it like you get flooded because everyone's sick of fucking all these other people because they've all fucked each other. And so I right. found like a, not like an Anderson Cooper type, but someone a little bit more, you know, masculine and just a little bit more like put together not that he isn't and i got flooded 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 and it's and it shows you like how close you are to someone and this person on the profile picture was nowhere to be found in the gay bar so you i was getting these messages from people like three meters away and i'm just like do you guys are you not even like looking yeah not even like are you where do you see this you're like my notification just went off for a match (laughs) like you're right there (laughs) yeah so it's just fucking and that's all it is but i will say this fucking i have downloaded hinge and that's where shit really took a turn for me that's what kai was saying she's saying it's a little bit different so hinge if you are over 30 as a man specifically in the gay community hinge is the clearance section it is the clearance section of men that's all there is there wow and that. there's subcultures in the gay community that is just disgusting. You got the Disney gays, then you got like the, <laughs> you yeah. got the Disney gays, then yeah. you have the fucking Dungeons and Dragon gays and the comic book gays, and then you've got the ones that have they don't have symmetry on their face. That's it. That is all <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah. That's all you have. Yeah, that's like a wonderful way quasi, of saying that. I like that. Damn. I like hanging, I, I like hanging out with the uh, the rich gays because they always pick up the check. 
Those are the those are the good like gays, yeah. but I hate those gays too. Yeah, um, but capitalists. Here, I I had that. I had to remove Hinge from my phone because I swear to God the stuff the. The freak show of madness that they were putting in front of me was did you, offensive. Wow. Did you go on any dates <laughs> with Hinge or with Grinder? Did you go? No, because I uh, I thought Hinge was playing games with me, and I'm like, you know what? If they're gonna do this and put these freaks in front of me, I, one of the guys I swear to God had a fucking eye patch. Oh my god! Then it got worse from there. So I just started roasting them, and I was like, all right, if they have the balls enough to like take the joke, then yeah. then that's I will I will match you, and. The can the straw that broke the camel's back, and I say that I'm not lying. There was a and I, I'll show you in my phone. I took a screenshot of it. I the the final guy that came up on my hinge was a paraplegic man, and he had someone take his profile picture, but you could see in the mirror that it was a nurse. Wow, that's. Yeah, that's so. Wow. I had lots of thoughts about I've gotta that. Got to dissolve so. right now. What are you talking about? So, are you kidding me? Yes, and here's the thing. So I, me being the twisted piece of shit of a human being I that I am, no, I'm not ready. For I'm this. just like, okay, do I match just for the story and the experience? Do we go there? And then I'm like, then I went to like a really dark place of like. I don't know if I can handle like a cuckold situation with him and his nurse. Like, is she going <laughs> to be part gonna of say, this dynamic? Is, he gonna li- is she going to lift him? Like, yeah, what if happening? I want to be carried to bed? Yeah, no. It, like, <laughs> is he going to use that thing grandmas use to go up the stairs? Oh. Like, what is that? I, guess, I don't know. There's a lot to... N- this is terrible but like is she gonna prepare his body like an egyptian would a corpse with like oils and honeys and all of his favorite things is she gonna is she gonna put on the condom or are you gonna put on the condom yeah where does the consent lie yeah okay so i i feel like i'm learning too much on this episode (laughs) this episode did go i mean we 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 have gone through some boundaries i I have to tell you but i think that what it's what you're saying is even i mean anyone can find uh, what they're looking for online. I mean, oh, today, I'm not. Yeah, he's I worthy mean, of love, just not uh, for me. Well, yeah, <laughs> understandable, understandable. You're looking for something else, a different experience, some of which you'll, we'll, we'll, yeah. you'll find. And uh, are you dating now? What's no, the- I'm single. I've decided that I'm, I'm going to either just continue to earn my dick the old-fashioned way by going out to a bar, getting blackout drunk, waking up in someone's bed, which the last time I did that, there was a camera rolling, don't recommend mm, it. No. That was nice. So That's, I'm probably on the internet somewhere giving some fucking guy a head. I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, or, I have to tell you, we got to have you back. I mean, this is uh, so much information. and We really yeah. want to. Uh, the thing is, you guys just don't realize how chaotic I am. The energy oh, I, I bring. Well, John knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think bring we're in being energy. introduced. I think we were introduced in this episode a little bit, but go. we yeah. want to go further, you yeah. know. So, but we're going to cut it on this one. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. This is a never know. It's a, d- a show about dating, and uh, we really appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, uh, we we just need more material from you. We need more. We need a whole another episode. So when Danny gets here and gets back. We'll have you back on to yes. uh, really enlighten us uh, further because sure. that's what it's all about. It's about learning, teaching, about dating. I'm going to go on a date with that guy in the wheelchair and we'll report back. Report back. That we want to know. We want to know. Is it the nurse? Where's the line? What's the line? Where's- I mean, if the nurse was a guy, <laughs> that's the part that's getting me. So Now yeah. now we've got to, you know, again, uh, this is another filming situation. So <laughs> there's all kinds of ideas. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks for coming, guys. 
If you'd like to comment, complain, point out errors, or tell us about your dating experiences or ask questions, you can reach us at neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. That's neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 727-386-9098. 727-386-9098. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. The music for Never Know Dating Podcast with Danny Bevins was written by Derek Bevins and Francis LaBelle, a.k.a. Frankie Ramone. Lyrics by Daryl Bevins, recorded and produced by Direct in Studio. The Never Know Dating Podcast produced by John J. Murray. Associate producers Ross Duncliffe and Gabe McKinney.